You're listening to I Feel For You. I'm Dion, space maker and creative explorer, and this is episode 57. It's all connected behind the scenes of our art installation. In today's episode, Shettle is back on the show and we're sitting down to chew the cud, talking about our most recent project collaboration, Hogtusser, an art installation we made in Brina, Norway. So in the early part of the show, we're setting the scene of the physicality of the project, sharing practical parts of the process, and then we move on to speak about the concept and my fave, the intention and inspiration and bigger picture of the approach to doing this work. We talk about how and why we built this. We talk about challenges like exclusivity in arts and yoga worlds and dealing with power dynamics. We talk about the creative process and philosophy that drives our offerings. Basically, why the hell we do this? We also explore ideas for how we can all build community and relationship in order to find solutions to issues in our world and creating accessible art and honoring yourself as a creative being. And also, overall, how everything, everything is connected. So you can expect themes related to deep breath, music, creative exploration, writing, movement, syncing with nature, space making, taking up space, feelings, being, community, inclusivity, connection, being vulnerable, eureka moments, busy, hectic life moments, expectations, breaking the rules, embodiment, aliveness, and getting free in safe spaces. So I really hope there's something here for you. Um, Before we get into it, I thought I'd give you some context about what Hogtusser is. So I'm gonna read you a piece that I recorded about the project right before she was given to the world, which I also wrote up and posted on my Instagram grid. So I hope this gives you a little kind of peek into what it actually is before Shettle and I kind of start really digging into it. I really hope you enjoy the show. As always, thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you. So I've been a bit shy to talk about this project that Shettle and I have been working on for months behind the scenes. But I've been in my element creating an art installation that has been a labour of love and tomorrow we launch her, Hogtusse in Brina, Norway. It's an intentional manifestation of all that I love to do, create and hold space for people to feel more free to be who they are using a variety of creative mediums and senses. This interactive installation is an indoor forest, a space to bathe in, taking inspiration from the art of Japanese forest bathing. It's a space to find safe space in, solitude, community, connection to yourself and to others, a space to listen, to absorb the surroundings, your inner and outer worlds. It's a place to explore sensual awareness, to be in your body, nature, which is the same thing, right? Somatic experiencing without any expectation to do anything but be. 
I hope the space offers a pause in the day, a space to retreat in, to take time out, time in, same, same. I also hope people use the space to express and exhale, to move around if they like, to lay on the moss grass and be still, to chat with mates or make new ones, or to be with yourself, to read a story aloud. I'm mostly excited to give away this installation, to give it over to the community and to let them use and interact with the space however they like. I hope people can feel free, safe and held. So if you're nearby, feel welcome to come and visit until the 1st of March. But also, as you know, accessibility is my jam, so expect some seedlings soon that aren't site-specific. I'm so excited. And now, let's head to Brighton Beach with Shettle for a little debrief, reflecting, processing and digesting. The installation includes music that was composed by me, which was a rework of a piece by Edward Grigg called Hauktusa, that is the song cycle version of Arne Garborg's poem within the same name. And in the composition, I used a lot of fragments, samples from an old gramophone recording of um, Hauktusa. And I also included field recordings that Diane and I did in Trollhaugen in Bergen, Edward Greg's place, his uh, composer's hut, and um, also recordings in Jaren, um, in the Brune area, where Arne Garborg was uh, working. And the music installation is also partly controlled and played by nature itself. Um, I have this, this kind of equipment, this biodata reader attached in the room to some of the plants that are helping to control which of the segments are playing. So the plant that reads the biodata is hanging above this forest in this spiral shape representing that everything is a cycle. The seasons, physical seasons that some of us experience in this world, but also the seasons of our lives as well. The seasons within the day, <laughs> the different shifts and cycles that we experience as human beings. I like the way that uh, you made the, this room inside the gallery library into like this indoor forest because I think it kind of fitted perfectly with the, the themes of the of the poem that installation was based around and the music and it's just a nice spot in there in the end like the people could sit in the forest opening within the room and listen to the music and just have some quiet time and you did like a on the opening day on Saturday you did a uh, little yoga movement sort of exploration creative exploration in there 
that I really enjoyed. It's funny how many people kind of were packed <laughs> in there because I, when we opened the installation and kind of started the music and put all the lights on and everything on Saturday, everyone wanted to get into the forest at the same time. <laughs> and I was, I ended up being like in the, in the sort of, inner part of the forest kind of really squashed up into this tree <laughs> but it was funny how how close people were and they're really excited to join your workshop and I think that was kind and to of hear your composition you know which was absolutely a part of it of the opening ritual you know like the interactivity of all of these tools that enable us to recenter, right to identify a sense of place and space because space is the place Shout yeah. out to Sunra, who's like a massive inspiration to everything that I do. Yeah, we tried to create this environment using, yeah, the layers like sound and um, smell, and of course like touch, because we we brought in some kind of <laughs> this this grass mat, um, <laughs> so like texture and if. Uh, central awareness all different types of central awareness so it's very dim in the space very low lighting but we created these zones where there was sort of like little mini universes and if you've ever been to a, like a yoga class or session with me you'll you'll know what I'm talking about in terms of the sort of lighting situation but yeah so like you have opportunities for different central stimuli which you can take or leave, I guess. And yeah, the music was absolutely essential to that. And having this biodata reading, which triggered different sounds, meant that the experience is always unique. I like the way that the mood kind of changed with who was in there, uh, what, how, how the plant was playing, how many was in there, and hopefully it will continue to change, you know, until, well, for the next six weeks when it's up there. Mm. And outside we had a little mini wall. The interactive forest, which is like, yeah. I went really ham on this as, as usual and I really tried to calm myself down, but I'm really excited by um, the cycles of how things are done. Like, is anything really new? No, probably not. But um, I was thinking a lot about, I can't remember the name of it now, but the first tool of um, social networking, which arguably is a notice board, right? Because if you remember the early days of the internet, like uh, this auntie right here, um, You'll remember these online notice boards and the multi-user domains and these kind of, um, yeah, the chat rooms, the early chat rooms, these kinds of things. And before they were born in, in real life, but also sort of starting to incorporate that um, technological aspect. 
there was this apartment block in New York. I'm pretty sure it was in New York with this massive computer in the foyer, which was sort of like, I can't really explain, it's kind of like a bit fax machine-y. Does anyone remember a fax machine? Am I like showing my age here? Um, a bit typewriter-esque and people could leave notes and information for each other, right? As you would on a normal notice board, right? But what was really interesting about it is that the way that people adapted this uh, technology so that you could, for example, leave an obvious message like, oh, you have a package delivered, it's located right here. Then it could be something like someone's coming back from a walk and saying, you know what, there's a gorgeous flower that's bloomed on the corner of this park go catch it today you know leaving sort of information and sharing inspiration and or yeah uh, messages with other people just for the hell of it and you can kind of reply to threads you see where I'm going here right creating this kind of ecosystem dare I call it of um, inspiration and information and so I was really keen to sort of have this aspect of the project that lived for a longer time than the physical realm of this indoor forest these trees that you could go and sit in because to me like obviously experiences they're forever right memories are forever as far as we know and so um the plan with this interactive forest which is made out of these because I'm extra um, found these leaf sticky notes that you can write on and so we just kind of built this we used a pillar and built this like tree made of made up of all these leaves that people could write on and invited people to do with that what they like as well which I realized can be quite intimidating so like giving them some guidelines and offerings if they were stuck like draw a picture or share a song that you love or what movie did you last go and see or ask a question um maybe just express a feeling maybe you come out of the forest and you just have a word in your head that you want to share with people or maybe there's like a a line because during the creative exploration we had um different um, somatic explorations and I asked Shettle to do a reading an excerpt it was uh, yeah I read uh, a little excerpt from uh, the lyrics or like the Arne Garbuk's poem Vejetlebekken where he's like writing about this Hogtusa this girl who's sitting by the brook seeking comfort in nature which is one of the themes of the poem like how she finds like calm and answers and you know she literally has a conversation almost with nature mm-hmm. with the brook mm-hmm. with the sound of the brook And the most perfect thing happened during that experience. I'm sorry I'm jumping around. I hope you're still with me. But when we had this creative exploration on the opening day, we had this ritual together in the space. When Shuttle did the reading, right at the end of the reading, like I just wanted to leave some open space for people to like absorb. And then the actual plant that reads the biodata triggered the sound of water like this kind of trickling water sound it was so amazing like you know uh, I, I talk about this 
often with people in classes when they're sharing their experience of, you know, a session or whatever. Because I, I find, always find it interesting, right? I'm into feelings and, like, people's experiences. I feel like a wanker saying it, but it's like this sacred moment. I know some of you have come to me and spoken about this before. It's not me, by the way, doing this. This is just, like, those moments where you feel there's, like, a magic or, like, this aliveness that it's always present, right? It's always there, but sometimes we're just distracted or, like, there's it's muffled a bit because there's too much stuff going on or, like, we're too busy, things are moving too quickly or whatever. And it's those moments for me that are just, they make me so excited. And when people share with me that they touch that, that space, it's really special. So to hear so many people had that at the, in, during the launch and like their plans to go back and how they were thinking of using the space. And it's, it just gives me joy to like pass on this project to people for them to feel that sense of ownership like that's the most exciting part of building all of this like all these months of us planning and making it's this moment where I feel like it's yours like this is we're all connected this is us you know what I mean which is what I was saying at the end of the session it's the same that I feel when I'm teaching uh, movement or embodiment or like somatic yoga class like yeah sure I can present something you know like I can offer these tools or techniques but it's a two-way thing it's like it's a process it's a relationship rather maybe that's a better word it's a relationship just like our relationship to nature we cannot deny this we can't ignore it because literally we're getting these signs and for a long time we've had them when it just kind of screaming at us hey <laughs> can you pay attention please because it's a two-way thing anyway i'm, I'm not and you've done so many <laughs> projects as well like kind of linked to seasons yeah. and and syncing with nature in yeah. a way that's interesting well, but it, it kind of makes sense because you know how how also i always feel like a lot of people aren't even connected to their own physical body and i guess it's a sort of extension of that again like taking up space being centered listening to your body but also listening to nature yeah and and the thing with that is like as someone who for a long long time found it extremely oh, impossible to be connected or like to, to feel that sense of connection to my body because of trauma and because of you know deep pain like i recognize this isn't an expectation that everyone can just get into the body like it's absolutely not possible for some people and I absolutely understand why so to even to go in and sort of lay that expectation on people right back we're going to do some grounding stuff and you're going to get grounded like I, it's not something I would ever say to people um but I would offer those tools if they work they work great if not leave it behind it's okay you know if you can't get grounded if you can't feel that sense of connection to yourself it's it's not that you're a bad person or you're not capable because to assume that everybody can get into their body is, you know, it's very ableist. It's putting these assumptions on and again, like laying on those expectations of, as Jeffrey flying past, laying on those expectations of how someone should use the space. And it's like being in the body, it can be, it's Jeffrey. And he's, yeah, I hear you, Jeff. You know, getting into the body is uh, very challenging. It's really challenging, you know, like. And scary. I've, 
truly like I'm thinking what how many decades have I been like doing this work on myself to break through those barriers you know what I mean it, and, and I'm not trying to put a time limit on it I, I guess I'm just trying to reassure anyone who might be listening and is thinking it's impossible for me to like this thing getting grounded that people talk about you know it can sound so lofty and wanky you know what I mean How did you feel about how people met the space? <laughs> um, obviously, feelings are my jam. <laughs> I get off on connection and people having experiences. So, yeah, just to witness how they interacted with the space was really joyful for me, really interesting and fascinating, to be honest. I'm always interested in curiosity myself and being curious and having explorations. So to see people meet the space with a kind of similar openness was wonderful. I also recognize that depending on where I'm doing things, I mean, essentially all humans are kind of, you know, we have similarities in <laughs> the way things are. But um, especially in Norway, I think people tend to need um, more, would you say guidelines, more rules? There's like a lot more rules, I think, generally in society, like societal. They just love those. Everywhere. They love structures. <laughs> I mean, everyone kind of loves a certain degree of structure, a certain degree of predictability. Sure, but, and, but I think that in Norway, there is a extra <laughs> kind of lust for it in a way. People just want to be told how they should <laughs> behave in a space especially when this is something that's like a little bit sort of open for different ways of using it I mean the way it, this whole project started was that you know I obviously made this composition um, based around Hauktusad's poem by Anne Garborg and the composition was done by Edvard Grieg and it's sort of like loosely themes around uh, nature and nature mysticism and when you came up with the installation part of it and and we obviously built this um, indoor forest in the gallery I think that you know I, I, I like that it's sort of open for different uses in a way mm. there isn't just one structure one way of of being in the space mm -hmm. and I think that really was fun to see this weekend you know you did the movement exploration but also people just sat there listening to the music in this mini forest opening that we built and I think people was sort of went with it instead of panicking like what is it what is the meaning in a way I, I just really wanted us to build a space that um, that was fundamentally safe and adaptable and inclusive and accessible for everybody Obviously, that does, you know, there were certain kind of physical considerations that were really important to me to include as we were building it. But essentially, for the experience, I really wanted it to be a place that, that was open. But um, 
most importantly, that people could feel ownership of. And I think, to me, that's like a definition of a safe space. Because I know that in spaces where I feel unsafe, and there's a lot of them, uh, the number one challenge is that um, I don't feel safe because I am not allowed to be in that place. And I'm made to feel very clearly that this is not my space to be in. My body is not welcome there. And so, yeah, I wanted to kind of create the opposite of that, which is kind of complicated in ways because we're all unique, but um, hence why I didn't want to tell people specific instructions of how to use the space. What I really, really wanted was for people to feel a, a sense of ownership of the space and um, permission, giving themselves permission to use it however they like. And my dream, of course, was that someone could go in there and just take a nap or someone could go in there with a little lantern and read for a while or have like a story time, maybe like kids going in there and having a little session, maybe a little picnic during the day or like old folks from the local home going in and just like having this experience maybe where an outdoor forest isn't so accessible anymore but they could kind of have a space where there were the connotations of what a forest was and like allow them to kind of have this free open place to yeah connect with themselves and hopefully each other if there's like more than one person in there and so when it came to the creative exploration which was initially worded as like a a workshop right and a kind of movement mindfulness workshop and I I kind of as you know really struggle with telling people what I do because I really dislike the assumptions around what something needs to be I I don't like the barrier that often certain things related to like some of the somatic work that I do like the kind of embodiment stuff I really resent that that can make people feel like um yes I'm allowed or my body is not welcome in that space I feel like I'm always fighting resistance with that like language and trying not to give people too much but not trying to be a wanker about it so that they're just completely um, vulnerable in an unsafe way so that was a that was a real challenge in like building the space and um, and and opening it up to people it was sort of having that ceremony that ritual to open the space where you went inside after we gave like the talk where you spoke about the inspiration and how you made this kind of the the technical physical aspects of the sound art I think having that that ceremony together creating that ritual in opening the space and me offering guidance for things that people could take or leave to explore getting into your body whilst being in this space so you're kind of because the two for me are exactly the same like nature we assume is other it's like an experience of a, um, a place that is separate from us but so often we forget that we are nature like we are inherently nature we are all connected and so to, to sort of hopefully get that across to people in a way that wasn't preachy but rather experiential was really important to me because it's also like the relationship to yourself and to other people is very much about your interpretation of things right your experience of things and I feel like I'm like really going off on one because I could talk about this stuff all day because this isn't just a view that I have on this particular project this is kind of applicable to every single workshop or one-to-one session I have with someone or if I'm making a (laughs) yes my friend is agreeing if I'm making like a radio show my feelings radio show I'm, I'm going on a feeling that I'm 
sharing or exploring with an offering that this it's a two-way thing it's not just I'm presenting you with something and you have to eat it it's like here's something here's some ingredients and here's an offering of a recipe but you can change that recipe you can take something out you can put something in you know like it's a two-way thing it's a relationship and just like our relationship with nature right we we impact on our environment and I think in this year I think more than ever the the awareness of that like our us being on this planet and like the responsibility that we have being here (laughs) is is huge and when we are disconnected from our sense of self and or our sense of like um, the environment nature things go catastrophically wrong and of course there are natural incidents that occur but I'm talking about the way that we find resolution and the only way I think we can resolve so many of the the problems that are going on in the world without I'm sorry to go straight into like the political thing and I said this like at the launch you know I'm not trying to preach to anyone however like I can't separate politics from everything because everything is political right unless you've got a heap of privilege where you can separate it right but the, the only way we are going to resolve the issues of this world is by finding ways to build community to tackle this shit together. Because we can't do it on our own. We can't do it singularly. We're going to need expertise from all kinds of skill sets. You know, I'm not just talking about like stuff you study or, <laughs> or we go to say, oh, we need that. But we also need, we need like... Um, skills that maybe are seen as uh, what do they call them like soft skills or things like communication community building relate like um social skills awareness and um, emotional intelligence things like that all of these skills that each of us carry you know to varying degrees to be able to bring those together and relate and and communicate and build community and find those solutions together which is a complicated process right (laughs) because there are some people I don't want to build community with that's very clear there's people (laughs) there's people in this world that have done terrible terrible things right and it's like I don't want to build community with you but it's also like the fact that to, to cut that off and to ignore it is also a problem right am I going too deep into this rabbit hole we cannot ignore those that have done harm because we have to look at the roots you know I'm not excusing any kind of behavior or like terrible acts that someone has done at all but I am interested in like okay so like why is this this way maybe there's no answer maybe there's no clarity but but to at least explore the conditions that might create certain things like what are we what behaviors are we kind of condoning what kind of language are we using how do we relate to each other what systems are in place who gets to thrive who gets power you know what i mean like i mean uh, this is going way too deep. i didn't mean to go off on one but did that make any sense i don't even remember the question looking into the why (laughs) the bigger perspective I don't know I guess I I don't think I'm good at it it's just 
what's always present for me in everything. I think it somehow relates to the importance of being open to something that isn't necessarily a setup that's like giving you structure rules. What I really like about your forest that you built is that it really is a space that people can bring whatever is on their mind to mm-hmm. as a sort of break room almost or mm. a listening room yeah. or a meeting room <laughs> connecting with other people mm-hmm. like you talked about I, I like that yeah. it's I like that it's beyond beyond just that art gallery feel because the space we built this forest in is almost more of a library right which again is one of those meeting spaces where especially at least in the UK and Norway it's where you get like a nice little um, meeting spot for people of all ages and backgrounds Mm -hmm. it's such an interesting space even more than an art gallery because you know in an art gallery I feel like there's a little bit more of a barrier yeah yoga studio is the same so I like it comes with an expectation of like you go in this is the behaviour you you go in and it's kind of like a I was going to say spoon fed and I don't mean that in a disrespectful way what I mean is there is a there are rules and there are like yeah expectations yes it's the same with uh, like a if you go to the opera house or (laughs) any any kind of concert or theatre or something it just comes with like a set of almost down to dress code and and it's so much of it is also about consumption I think like a lot of it is about consumption like you go in you're expecting to be given something inspiration or beauty or whatever it is right a, a challenge um, a, a question to answer or something and you go in and you kind of take a bite (laughs) and then you leave and and there's nothing wrong with that but it was so important I think for us to have that relationship that sense of relationship the two-way process of this you arrive in the space but you it's all energy right everything is constructed from energy so what you're bringing into the space is absolutely about what it is of course I'm not trying to say that like this forest is like a revolutionary concept at all this is just i suppose the the perspective that was kind of very present when in an intention in 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 making this space that it's not you go in and you just go in and you consume or like are given something and then you leave like maybe you get something maybe you feel like you're given something but you're also welcome and invited to contribute something to it because everybody is allowed to create art we're all creative beings all of us it and and i think there's so much hierarchy you know in a yoga studio or like a yoga setting in an art gallery you know as much as people are working so hard to dismantle some people are working so hard to dismantle the barriers and and be more inclusive still it's a challenge it's a challenge for people to feel welcome or allowed 
entitled to be in those spaces. And, you know, I speak for myself as well, you know. In all these years of working in these industries, as much as things are changing, there are huge issues, huge, huge issues of, like, exclusivity, you know, segregation, power dynamics that are in favour of certain groups within society. Here I go again. <laughs> but what I wanted to say was, um, you know, in the space as well, however people arrive, I think, um, yeah, like, you know, there's this physical space, but what I really love is how, you know, music is this vehicle to, it, it's so many things, right? Like, it's a vehicle that you also get to have relationship with to obviously you can just receive and listen to beauty but it's like a processing tool in so many ways it's like a mood enhancer or a, a, a maybe another way to think of it is like a, an opportunity to shift your state you know like this whole installation together like <laughs> very much about that creating this space that is like neutral zone is anything ever really neutral? Hmm. The music is the message. <laughs> the medium is the message. But yeah, the music is so impactful and also interactive because of the biodata, right? The nature that's living within and shifting the sound of this environment. and also seeing how people are using the space via social media now is really exciting to me like this is mm. now it's 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 everybody's and people just I'm so grateful that I've been really up for it like they're experiencing this space and using it like not just the public coming in people working there like such good people in that space it's obviously my dream space it's like a library museum yeah. uh, it's kind of education center with this yeah the, the, the spaces to ha have performance and mm. installation so i like that the forest is sort of in a way alive and will take different shapes yeah. over these six weeks you know be used for like kids projects theater things just for people to have a break in their normal working day yeah. reading in there so i really like the way that this became something that isn't like one thing that we made that people come into a structure in but it's more loose it's more open it's hopefully accessible and people can just sort of um, make it their own in a way like the local community can make it their own yes and also with the this interactive tree which i didn't say earlier but the interactive tree 
like was symbolic in in a sense of connecting with the first wave of social networking in a way like connecting with each other creating community sending messages leaving messages that were not um uh, how we use social media now where it's often immediate they can be left there for weeks and maybe there'll be a reply weeks later <laughs> um but from there like so we took some shots of that which we're planning to scan and uh, to create a zine from because we want this scene to be this like inclusive art project where everyone from the community can contribute so i'm really excited about like all of the future oh all of the future of this project which because in a way that this is just a part sort of this is just a first second 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 uh, stage because the first stage was like the composers retreats that we did in 2014 yeah. But in a way, it's also very connected to many of your projects you've done before. These things we, we mentioned earlier, like yeah. syncing with nature and, yeah. and being in your body and all, all those things. So I think that it's just... And, and obviously my, my composition. And, yeah. and um, I really am excited about the future direction of the forest. The forest will continue growing. Is it too anyway. it's too much to even share Like the next stage? Because we're currently working on it, but I can tell you that... It, I I cannot even contain how excited I am for what's to come with this project. And I'm just so grateful that this stage of it, like, it's just, it's been an absolute joy to share with people and, like, hear how they're finding the space. So, yeah, even people who weren't able to be in the space, just even their support and interest in it so i'm excited because of inclusivity and um, accessibility they're really important to us and we know that obviously not everyone can get to brina in the in the time that it's up but there are more seedlings coming from this little forest bambino so it's been a pleasure collaborating with you Fini. thank you so much for like allowing me to go ham with the <laughs> thank you for all your wonderful ideas and your installation and your your movement workshop and yeah it was was a lot of fun inspiration and so the we should say at least like for the music part there will be a release coming we're working on that so you can you can hear that and we'll be touring as well with that which is really exciting so expect more things yay art and movement and sound and i was gonna say literature and that can be a bit like exclusive but like words (laughs) words <laughs> writing things writing things and yeah. art things and yeah it's all connected everybody. it's For all connected yes it's all connected thank you thank you for listening <laughs>